generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome in to 2024. I hope you're traveling well. I hope you're taking a nice break if that's what you're doing. Whatever time you get around to listening to this, you'll be starting with a bit of Travis Barker smacking drums up because I know that's your resolution to take up playing the drums to piss off your neighbours and Soldier Boy crank that epic drum cover over 2,000 oh sorry 2 million views on this from 13 years ago how do I find this shit? I don't know but you probably don't want to know either what you do want to be finding is what you're going to do in 2024 like I've said Mikey and I are going to sit down we're going to record for you a pod on how to fucking destroy 2024 how we're going to go about doing it i'm going to reveal what i'm going to be thinking about mikey's going to reveal what he's going to be thinking about i think we're in for an hour at least on that one but before we do that i don't want your thinking to get disrupted by what we're talking about so i want you to think about some principles so i've called this money mail it's your slash our year It's our year. You've heard that before because it's the Warriors fans catch cry every year. Everyone starts by believing it and then, well, you know what happens from there. But at least it starts with some belief. Most people have let go of the belief that their dreams are still possible. Most people don't even know what they want from a year. Most people don't have a plan. So this time next year, these same people will look back and they'll say to you, well, 2024 didn't really go to plan, eh? But they didn't actually have a fucking plan. But they'll still say it. Now, things not going to plan is very different from things happening that we don't expect, much like this building that I'm in right now having a flood on Christmas Day. You won't expect the emergency bill that pops up. You won't expect the new pet costs. You won't expect the increase in household costs. You won't expect the roof to get a leak. You won't expect the car to break down, the no to a pay rise. Many of these things are guaranteed to happen to you and I, to all of the people listening. Even if we don't expect them, even when we're planning out our 2024 year, 
Now, hopefully you'll have an emergency fund in place for some of those things anyway. Why? Because it helps us move at speed so that when those things happen, we don't divert away from our plans, freak out, how could this happen? My year's not going to plan. Oh, well, another challenge. Great. That's why I stacked the emergency fund. Thank God that I did that. Bang, I can pay some of that today. Happy days. We keep rolling. We keep action taking towards the plan. So it's how we respond to these things that really matter. But... You want to be thinking bigger than just responding, which is really just reacting to changes and challenges. Instead of just getting ready for another tricky year, why not decide to make this your year? Before we get into that, and I'll read that again in a second, i.e., excuse me, for our firm, our accounting firm, on the 1st of January, we get an email from a client leaving. Didn't expect that. Didn't fucking expect a client to be saying at 6pm on the 1st of January, you know what, I've had to think about things and I'm going to try this approach. I won't get into too much detail, but geez, uh, we'll be there to help them if it doesn't go well, but uh, it's, it's a scratchy approach. But anyway, we didn't expect that, but it doesn't stop us from cranking towards our goals. I've already had another client as well saying, hey mate, I don't know if I'm going to carry on with my business anymore. So that's two in five days to start the year. That's not how I anticipated starting the year. I thought, fuck, we're probably picking up some clients, getting some shit going, let's roll. You know, that's going to get us close to some of the goals that we've got. Well, already on the back foot. But it doesn't really matter because I know we'll take enough action to counter that anyway. But these things will happen to you. These unexpected things will happen. But what I'm trying to say here is you want to have goals that are way bigger than just reacting. So now you're not like, oh, now all of our plans have to change. These two clients we might not have this year. Bloody hell, what's going on? What's happening? It's only five days in and two have gone. You know, it's, no, no, okay, cool, is what it is. That's unexpected, but we've got a buffer around that. It's not the end of business for us. We, we keep rolling and let's rumble. So instead of just getting ready for another tricky year, which it will be, why not decide to make this your year, your year to sort out an issue and not just talk about it, your year to tidy up a financial situation that you got yourself into, i.e. you can get yourself out, your year to achieve a goal and not just set a goal, your year to become a runner, not run 10 kilometers, your year to automate savings weekly and not just save $5,000 in 2024. Why I say this in these couple of examples here, to become a runner, not run 10K, to become an automated savings person, not just save 5K. It's very easy to go, right, I'm going to save five grand this year. I am going to, you know, I'm going to run 10Ks. I'm going to do a half marathon. Those things come and then they go. Why are you wanting to run a half marathon? I want to get healthier. I want to lose some weight, etc. Okay, You want to try and become a runner. You want to become a person who is healthier, who has less weight to carry around, those sorts of things. Your goal isn't to run a half marathon. Running a half marathon would be part of a journey of becoming a consistent runner, a healthy person, etc. right? Somebody who can save five grand, you know what they can also do? They can fucking blow it the following weekend. They can buy a Gucci bag or some shit as well. They can go on a holiday and it's gone. Yeah, you know you can do it but you want to become a saver rather than someone who saves five grand. You want to set up some things that are going to allow you to do that. So all of this stuff, no matter what you're going to do, it starts by deciding that this is your fucking year. And I decide that every year. It's very, very interesting to get to the end of the year and be like, this has been my best 
year yet. How do I define that for myself? I look at it as, has this been a very full year? Now, I live a very full life, and last year, I really did. I did a lot of shit last year. This year probably ain't going to be as international as last year was, but it'll be full, and it'll be a year where I go, oh my God, hopefully, I get through to the end of 2024, and I go, shit, I lived a full year this year. Fuck, that's awesome. I'm stoked for that. How good. Get to look back at that. But I make a decision that that's the case. I don't get distracted by the things that go against me in that time because they will come, but they will go, but we out action take those things happening. So decide today to act like the version of yourself you need to be to achieve your goals and have the best fucking year you've had so far. And you're going to need a simple stack to be able to do that. And I'm going to show you something that I use. It's called Belief vision, targets, action, automation, reminders, reviews, and a bonus, accountability. Now let's look at an example that I'm familiar with so that you can understand this. Take 15k credit card Luke who cleared it and became a debit card user. I'm 15k in a hole, right? But I'm going to become, the vision is I'm going to become a debit card user. I'm going to become a non-credit card user. I start with the belief that it is possible to clear Because I knew I once didn't have a 15 grand credit card, so I knew I had to get myself out because I'd equally, I'd got myself in there. So because I'd got myself there, I knew that I could get myself out. That's owning your shit. That's taking responsibility. That's not saying, I don't know how to do it. You do because you got yourself in there. So you know the actions that you took to get there. Very simple is to Stop doing some of those things to start with and figure out what actions you need to take to get yourself back out. Now you need a new set, right? You just don't know how yet, but you have the belief that you can not be 15K credit card Luke. I had the vision of being credit card free, debt free even. I would feel what it was like to have that debt off my back before I even achieved it. I was visualizing much bigger things for my life at this time too. Clearing the credit card was one grueling step towards bigger things. Now, you might be in debt right now, much like 15k credit card Luke was, and you might be thinking, I'm going to donate money, I'm going to be a fucking millionaire, all these things, but you're sitting in a negative net worth. I actually think that's okay. You want to have a vision of who you want to become, and you want to feel that, and then you want to feel the pain of like, fuck, it's ages away. Because it's still part of the process to go through that. You've got to tidy that up first. So I was still visualizing bigger things than just clearing my credit card at this time. You know, I knew it was just one part of the process, but I was thinking bigger way back then. But with my credit card, I gave myself a specific target, which was a time period to do it, which I thought because I'd done a budget and started to work out, okay, Who do I need to become to do this? It's this person who doesn't spend as much each week and takes all his disposable income and clears some of that debt. This could take me 12 months, 26 fortnights of my life where I'm going to have fucking no leftover money because I need to become somebody who is debt-free the Westpac on this credit card. So I had a target. It was 26 fortnights. Now, then I needed to take action. And I'd done the budget, so I'd taken a little bit of action to figure out, okay, What could this look like? And it was showing me that I could save $250 a week, $500 a fortnight. 
Maybe you can't, maybe you can, don't know, that was my situation. I also, I actually, yeah, I'll tell you now, I also like had flatmates and things like that. I was looking for other ways to earn extra income so that I could try and figure out, right, how can I speed this up? But it looked like for me, it was going to take me 26 fortnights. Imagine doing all this and then knowing for the next 26 times I get paid, what I'm going to do with this cash that I have left over is clear some of my debt. She fucking boring, isn't it? Yep. And guess what? When you start getting out the other side and start investing, it's still pretty boring too. So learn that boring is sometimes good. It's the habits along the way. But I needed to spend $500 a fortnight to help clear it almost back to zero by the end of that 12 months. I didn't want to pay interest either. Fuck that, because that's going to take longer. So I used a balanced credit card transfer over a 12-month window. This was in line with my target, i.e. clear it in one year. What this did for me is said that, no, I don't have a credit card anymore. I'm not going to use that credit card. I turned it into a term loan. I turned it into a 12-month interest-free loan. So I looked at it differently. Shit, I got 12 months to pay this off because interest is going to start again. So I don't even have a credit card. I became no credit card straight away. Now I've got a term loan. Okay, I'm halfway to my goal. Kind of, right? Because I'm not, I don't have the ability to use this credit card. Because in my mind, I'm telling myself, no, it's not a credit card anymore, mate. It's a term loan you have to pay off in 12 months. Get to work. Now, every fortnight I got, I got paid, the first thing I would automatically, going back to automation, do was reduce the balance by $500. Now, the bank, they still saw it as a credit card. They're like, yeah, you know, we've, we've moved it over to this sort of credit card. And you can still use that if you want. And I'm thinking, wow, I know what I could do if I use that. Fucking hang around here for even longer, stuck in this debt. So the first thing I would automatically do was reduce the balance by $500. Not pay off the $500. So transfer from my current account, from my wages, against my credit card slash term loan, ring the bank and say, hello, can I please decrease the balance by $500? Are you sure you'd like to do that? <laughs> yeah, I am sure. And that would mean that I don't have access to that money because the balance isn't there. So they've given me a credit card, I turned it into a term loan, but I had to automate the process and do that to make sure that I did that. So I wasn't paying it off, I was reducing the balance by paying it off first. So paying off $500, because this is what people say, that, oh, I just you know, I paid down my credit card by $500. Six months later, oh yeah, I'm back there again. So I don't want to do that because I've done that before. That didn't work. So I knew I had to become somebody else, right? So paying off $500 was easy on payday, but ringing them, reducing the balance was the hard bit, but it was critical. Why? Because I had to step into the future version of myself with no access to credit. No more, oh, I'll keep it just in case. Uh-uh, credit coward cowboy. The debt dominator is in charge around here now. Now, reminders. A pay cycle is a good automatic one, but a calendar reminder was perfect to come back to front of mind and see that that's what I needed to do. Now, Sometimes I wouldn't get paid on the exact same day because of um, public holidays and things like that. So I would go through and figure out, okay, when am I going to get paid? Set up calendar reminders for that. And I ping on that day. I'd know, okay, I'm getting paid today. What's the thing I need to do? I need to automatically ring up Westpac and pay off 500 bucks off my credit card, reduce the limit, bang, I've decreased my debt. Now then the next bit is I would review my progress. I would look at it and go, am I ticking it off? I didn't get it every time, you know, I would make mistakes and 
things would pop up and I didn't budget well enough and uh, I'd go to things and whatnot and I would fall into some old habits. So not every fortnight would I achieve this, but I would look at it and go, okay, what's stopping me in those fortnights? Did I not anticipate there were five weeks in that month, that sort of thing? So I'd review this and explore how I could catch up. I would also track the balance decreasing to feel happy about the progress because we love progress. So it's pretty boring when you know exactly what you need to do, right? And even coming up here to work today on Friday, the 5th of January, I got on my scooter and I was like, fuck, here we go again. This just feels like last year up the same street on my scooter going the same speed, waiting for the fucking green lights to go through, to go up to the office, to get into it. Now, you have to become comfortable doing the boring when you have big goals because often it's not the shiny thing off to the side that you need to do anymore. It's basically, this is working. I got to do more of it. I know it works. I got to stay in it. Keep rowing the boat, right? So you want to review how you're going, but you also want to celebrate your progress. You want to see that your balance is decreasing. You might want to even keep it around you. You might want to write it up on a physical calendar, like bang, I got the balance down to $10,000. Then it's bang, it's not five figures anymore. It's four because it's 9,500. You've got to celebrate those milestones because you love progress. Humans love progress. Now, accountability is a great tool too. You might want to tell someone. I told my brother, for instance, that I was paying down my credit card. You might want to prove it to them that you're making progress. You might want to take them on the journey with you. You might want to have them set a reminder throughout the year to say and ask you and show you proof how are you progressing towards your goal. So, I hope for most of you that paying off a credit card isn't the goal. And I know you've heard me talk about this and use this as an example a number of times, but I'll give you a sexy one next week. But in a debt-riddled world, clearing some form of debt may well be what your goal is this year. And it's a grind, but it's a necessary step. I would already be thinking about who you need to be to not need a credit card, to not be in buy now, pay later debt, etc., you know, think about who you are on the other side of this year, have the belief that it's possible and have the vision of that and start feeling it. Whatever you want to achieve this year, run through this stack and spend some time ensuring that you've got each component dialed in. Belief that you can do it. Vision of what it's like to have achieved it. What does it feel like? Who are you? What do you look like? How do you talk? Targets. When do you want to do it by? Actions. What do you need to do? Speak learn, make happen. You know, what do you need to be thinking about actually doing? What are the actions you're going to need to take? Automation. What can you set up so you don't need to remember to do it? In this day and age, for instance, I could set up a an automatic payment against that credit card, right, to clear that debt, but it didn't reduce the balance. I had to ring them manually to do it. But you might be investing, you might want to invest a certain amount, you might want to set up a percentage that gets dragged into another account straight away. What automation can you use to ensure you don't have to remember to do it and that it happens for you? Reminders, how often do you need your brain to be reminded of actions required? Set them up. As another example for you, I wanted to become a speaker and get paid to do that. I now get paid to do that. Years ago, I had a reminder that still pops up on my phone, and I can probably, uh, it's not there at the moment, but it says, how will you speak better? Because for me, I had the belief that I could do it. I had the vision of me doing it. I didn't really set a target of when, but I knew, I thought, 
I need to get better at this. There's probably a reason it's not happening is because I'm not that good at it. So I need to figure out how to be good at that. So those are my actions and I need to figure that out. But then I would have a reminder set up of like, well, are you actually doing this? What are you doing to get better at speaking? So I practice this stuff as well. Reviews, how regularly will you review your progress? And the bonus accountability, who can you take on the journey with you? Might be someone in your family, a friend, your boss, don't know. Someone you're close with that you know will hold you accountable and say, hey, how are you going with that goal? Now, I am proud to tell you that I use this exact stack to not only become credit card free, but become a millionaire. Yes, the credit card example is well thrashed. It is boring. But trust me, I use this exact same stack to become a millionaire. Yes, I did it. And I'll tell you more about that next week. Happy fucking new year. You are one of over 9,275 recipients. The KTC podcast had 46,000 downloads in November. Should say bloody December, you idiot. I need to change that. That is because less people were listening at the back end of December as people start to clock off. Now, did you know? So in November, there's 52,000 downloads. In December, only 46,000. Did you know finances and fitness are two of the most popular New Year's resolutions? Setting three New Year's resolutions was the most common number. This is from a study that I read from Forbes around 1,000 American adults. Now, guess what came in as the lowest ticked New Year's resolution for these 1,000 people? They were equal. Drink less alcohol, 3%. The funniest one, this one actually had a few less than the drink less alcohol, but was rounded up to 3%. Get better at my work. The least common resolution was to get better at their job or their work. That, ladies and gentlemen, shows you how easy it is to get ahead. You don't get that. You're like, hang on, that's counterintuitive. What, what do you mean? Like, I don't fucking want to get better at my work. How do you make more money to then tidy up your finances? to get that shit in order. I think fitness and finance go hand in hand. You keep yourself in good nick and whatnot. You feed yourself. You have better fuel, better input. You serve yourself better education and think about your inputs from your mouth, your ears, your eyes. Yep, things will probably start going better for you in your life. But 3% of people, the least likely use resolution was to get better at their work. I bet those 3% of people kick some ass that voted for that in that survey because they're obviously thinking I need to get better at this it's really hard for the human ego to go you know what maybe I'm not that good at my job uh, at my work at my career at my business but there's a high chance there's something to learn because there always is for some of us right now I know a lot of you wouldn't put that as your least likely one but most people let's be honest you probably think right I want a resolution to try and improve my fitnesses, my fitness or my finances. And, that, and that's what people have voted for. But if you can get better at something that you have to do every day for eight hours, hmm, you're probably going to improve some other areas of your life as well. But hopefully you're doing that in a vehicle, a job, role, career, business, etc. that you enjoy, then you're naturally going to want to do a bit more of that too. But I found that really, really interesting. Anyway, Thank you for tuning in as always. If you could share this message and help the snowball, let's get this snowball bigger. That would mean a lot to me. I want to see how many people we can get listening, 
watching, subscribing, passing on these lessons. There's a big amount of content there now. Thank you to all those people who have already emailed back to the email that went out, like this one that says, massive congrats on hitting the million mark, Luke. So inspiring, and I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. I feel like the tall poppy Kiwi vibe stops most people from talking about this. Don't hide it. It will help a lot of people. Congrats again, and thanks for the constant inspiration. Now, that is part of why I haven't spoken too openly about cracking that million dollar goal, because, well, I'll tell you next week, then we can get into all of the details around it. Be good out there and I'll see you on the next Money Mail when we dig in to how I became a millionaire in 2023. <laughs>